and I could very clearly feel like someone had sat down on the bed next to me. My one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched those stairs coming down. One night we went downstairs, we heard a bang like something had fallen. Several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open, like wide open. But there's very distinct audio on one of the uh, videos that says, open the door. It's a very nasty, demonic sounding voice. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. It's the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. All right. First of all, thank you to everybody who's been sending us stories during the break. We've been getting some fantastic ones and from people who are just now finding out about the podcast. So thank you. Please don't forget to share it with anyone you think who would be interested, especially people that you know have great and scary stories. We've got one coming up about another haunted assisted living facility and a ghost that needs a cold shower. Yeah. And then also (laughs) we've got like in just a couple of weeks, we're going to do a countdown of your favorite stories from the past year and that's going to happen the last two episodes before we start season three so those are going to drop on december 26th and january 2nd but we need to know which stories are your favorites so please send those to haunted af podcast at gmail.com or you can tell us on any of our social media platforms so what's like one of your favorites so I think I'm going to go with a funny one that actually turned out to be fake. If you'll remember, we had a picture that went viral about the Lady of the Lake from White Rock Lake. Oh my gosh! I guess it was like Friday night. Uh Friends of mine were screenshotting this thing that they had seen on Facebook. Yes. And they were all sending it to me. They were like, oh my God, look at this. Ziggy, will you show the picture, please? Look at that. Monica, tell us about this photo. My son, who's 18 years old, Mm -hmm. he has a friend of his, a girl who is not from the area and she'd never heard the story of the Lady of White Okay. So he decided to take her out there and tell her the story and spook her a little bit. Love it. Snap some pictures. She gets a little creeped out. They leave. He had snapped some pictures. And so the next day while he was at work, he put the pictures into the computer and uploaded them onto Facebook. Well, me being Snoopy mom, I immediately I see them. and I'm like, <laughs> what is this? Like, oh, it's three different pictures. I used three different. And I'm like, well, what is that in the corner? Well, he automatically starts BSing me. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably just a reflection off of something or maybe it's a bug. The lady of the lake. The lady of the lake. The lady of the lake. Everything he's giving me is indicating (laughs) that he's not seen what I'm seeing. (laughs) Oh, mom, that's just a bug. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks like the lady of the lake. Oh my gosh, like this is what this is. So. I put it on the White Rock page. Of course you And did. that's when people contacted you. The and next day, really I'm talking up. to him, and I'm like, Milo, this lady reached out to me from a podcast, and she wants to talk to me about this picture. <laughs> I was like, since you're the one who took the picture, and he's like, Mom, do not talk to that lady. Do not, do not talk to that lady. Do not go on that podcast, Mom. Do not do it. <laughs> now, why didn't he want you to come on the podcast with us? <laughs> and I'm like, Milo, this is so cool. And he's like, Mom, don't do it. And I'm like, why? And he goes, Mom, I was just trying to scare Jasmine. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it doesn't even have to be a scary story. Just your favorite story from the first two seasons of Haunted AF. Send that to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to hit our website to pick up your Haunted AF gear. We've got t-shirts, sweatshirts, those gorgeous protection necklaces, which is our collaboration with Ventaglio Jewelry. And remember, anything you purchase helps us keep the podcast going. And they'd all be really great gifts for the holidays. So again, find those at hauntedaf.com. Okay, so we got this really great story from Courtney or Court. She put that in parentheses. Maybe her little nickname. <laughs> Hi, Court. <laughs> she says, Hiya, Rebecca and Julie. Hiya. How cute is that? I love her already. <laughs> Hiya. I just recently found your podcast and I'm obsessed. 
I love all the spooky stories. I have a few from my eight-ish years of living in a haunted house. I moved into a new house in sixth grade. It was big and had a finished attic where my bedroom slash hangout room was. And in parentheses, she says I was the only child, so it was great. Heck yeah, you got the whole <laughs> attic space. No kidding. Fast forward a month or two, there was nothing negative, but the place was haunted as shit. <laughs> That should what be our new we, name. I was going to say, what if we called our podcast Haunted, Haunted AS? AS? We've never talked about this, but the original name we wanted to go with was Scared <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We had a hundred first names. I know. There was we also really Shiver did. and, you know, yeah. who knows what else. So she says, my sleuthing. Am I saying that right? I think so. Okay. She says, my sleuthing led me to believe that it was the original owner's Pearl and Cecil. Oh. Found out that Pearl had dropped dead at the breakfast nook where we ate every single morning. And Cecil died in his sleep in the master bedroom. Pearl always came with the smell of roses and a warm feeling. She felt very grandmotherly to me. Aww. One night I was lying in bed and I heard someone walk up the stairs, but no one was there. A few nights later, I heard the same thing, but this time my bedroom door swung open. Super scary, but never felt threatened. A few months later, I was in bed with a bad cold. I was tucked in reading a book when I felt the bed next to me sink in. I actually saw the butt imprint. <laughs> it's a pearl butt. I know, pearl butt. <laughs> <laughs> she said I could smell the roses and then I felt a hand rubbing my hair in a soothing way. Like you'd pet a cat. Oh my gosh, she was taking care of you while you were sick. I kind of want a pearl ghost. Me too. Wouldn't that, that be nice? So sweet. And mm. God, my house smells like dog all the time so the smell of roses would be <laughs> you delightful. Need you need her. Cecil, on the other hand, was a loud brute of a ghost. He worked in the coal mines when he was alive so we'd smell pipe tobacco and cigars and hear heavy boots stomp up the stairs. Still never felt negative, seemed more residual. I was never afraid. And honestly, I kind of miss Pearl. Yeah, I would miss her too. That is so sweet. Uh, So this email says, my ghost story takes place in O'Fallon, Illinois. Years ago, I was dating a man who had moved up here from San Antonio and was living with his dad. His bedroom was in the basement and my daughter, who was just four years old at the time, would take naps in there when we were visiting. I would lay down in there with her and tickle her back until she fell asleep. Well, near the bed was a rail for clothes with several hangers on it. And while we were laying there, they all moved like someone walked by and pushed them with their hand. My daughter asked me, who did that? And I lied, saying somebody must be doing laundry. A few weeks later, I was in the kitchen when I heard somebody walking down the hall. I turned around and I saw somebody head down into the basement and assumed it was my boyfriend since we were the only ones in the house. A few minutes later, he came downstairs into the kitchen. So it definitely wasn't him. And I totally lost uh, it. You think? What is it with the hangers? I don't know. This is the second story we've had that have involved hangers. With the hangers. I yeah. know. And I could just see like that. that. All right. So we've got another story. It says, hi, guys. I hope you're well. My name is Tim and I'm one of your newfound listeners all the way from the UK. Man, we really do have a lot of new UK people. Are you going to do the accent? No, I won't. I'm going to respect. <laughs> Hello, Gumba. Oh, now you're going to do it. I'm going to, I was willing to respect no, the, no. the English language. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. So Tim says, I heard you guys mention on Answers with Joe. Yay. Oh, hey. By the way, if you haven't seen that YouTube video, go check go it out. Go watch it. It's, it's so, so good. good. You know what? I'm going to repost it everywhere again. You should. But yes. Yes. Go to Answers with Joe on YouTube. It is just the smartest coolest and what he did with some of our ghost stories was just freaking phenomenal so yeah. go and watch that definitely so honestly tim says he's been a fan ever since he saw that episode he Aww. said i thought i'd get in contact and share a story and an experience that i had i was living in a three-story masonette i guess so What's a masonette i'm thinking like a, a small like mansion a home or something <laughs> i, I wanted to say mansion too yeah tim you rich send us some money buy yeah. a shirt buy a haunted af t-shirt buy a couple sweatshirts for please. all your friends <laughs> i said i was living in a three-story masonette in andover Hampshire. 
Ham- do I have to say Hampshire? Uh, I don't Hampshire. know. <laughs> I was living in a three-story masonette in Andover, Hampshire, and the building, whilst evidently old... You're not going to even say anything about wild. I want to say I something was, about wild. I was like waiting for you to get to whilst. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> whilst evidently whilst old... Whilst evidently old <laughs> had been modernized inside. See, I can't keep up with that. No, don't. I couldn't explain it at the time, but I always felt there was something odd about the third floor. Whenever crossing the landing to my bedroom, I feel an overwhelming sense of dread and I break out in goosebumps. I'd always hurry along the hall and shut my door as quick as I could, but I could not work out why I was so scared. One night when my parents were out of the country, I had the place to myself as my brother was out with his friends. Around 1.30 a.m., I was awoken by what I thought was my brother returning home and stomping up the stairs. I rolled over and thought nothing of it. Mm. Don't make that noise. I'm sorry! (laughs) A few minutes later, I heard what sounded like running down the stairs, then stomping up the stairs again. Considerably annoyed at this point, I shouted out for my brother to be quiet, but no response. I then heard running down the stairs and a loud conversation taking place in the kitchen below my bedroom. Thinking my brother had brought friends home, I marched downstairs angrily to tell them all to talk more quietly as I was surprised to find the whole place dark with no one home. Obviously, he's freaked out at this point, so he runs back upstairs, shuts the bedroom door, and jumped back into bed. After 10 minutes, I heard more stomping down the stairs again and a loud conversation below. I laid in my bed, straining my ears, and was certain I wasn't imagining it. I stormed back downstairs. This time the kitchen light was on, but again, the place was empty. So I ran back upstairs, jumped into bed, but thankfully didn't hear any more footsteps or voices. Dang, I don't know if I could sleep in the house no, anymore. No, I think you got to go get a hotel room after that. <laughs> so then he says the next day when I saw my brother, I asked him what time he had gotten home the night before. And he said he hadn't. Oh my gosh. He had ended up staying the night at a friend's house. Needless to say, I was very creeped out. I told my brother what happened. And to my surprise, he said he had once seen what looked like a small girl in the house outside his bedroom. We didn't stay there much longer after that, but I did learn that the building used to be a children's workhouse. And I wondered if those were still spirits lingering from that time. So children's workhouse, is that like a sweatshop? Well, I asked him and he said the workhouses were places from back in the Victorian era where poor children or disadvantaged kids, they were housed and forced to work so they could live there. But they had to, I know, so he said it was really not a nice place to be. Oh, that is so sad. Isn't that heartbreaking? Yes. He says, anyways, I hope you enjoyed my story slash paranormal experience, and I look forward to hearing your next podcast. Mm, Thank you, Tim. Yes, that was amazing. That was a good one. So this one comes from Cassandra. She says, I was house-sitting at my best friend's house last week, and I was all alone because she went to Kansas City for Thanksgiving. It was around two in the morning when I heard footsteps by the bed I was sleeping in. It was a futon and low to the ground, so I could actually hear the creak and the heavy foot sounds on the carpet. So I keep hearing it, but every time I open my eyes, there's no one there. I'm completely freaked out, but I finally settle in to go back to sleep. When I hear right in my freaking ear, loud as f- <laughs> a deep inhale and exhale. So like... <gasps> Oh, God, that's awful. I jumped up, turned on the light, and of course, no one was there. I stayed awake the rest of the night, and the next day, I texted her asking if she had ever heard the footsteps. I attached her reply below. So this is the text that she sent. Cassandra sends a text that says, Jesus, question. So, um, LOL, do you ever hear footsteps at your house? And the response is, so the answer to that is yes. (laughs) And Cassandra writes back, 
You need to call me right now, LOL. (laughs) Cassandra says that room used to be what she would call her heritage room. She had old pictures and artifacts from her family, but then weird stuff started to happen in that particular room. So she took all the stuff out and saged, and Cassandra said, yeah, I guess it didn't work. Oh, God, that sucks. you got to tell people before you let them babysit your haunted house. Oh, yeah, and by the way, we've got another haunted pizza place. I just want to throw this out there real quick. Mary Jacobs, she was actually the season finale for season one. Right. She wrote the Haunted Plano book. So apparently she was at a place called Olivella's. There's a couple of them out Uh here, so I need to figure out which one it is. So she says last night they were at Olivella's and they have those stands that they put your pizza on. Yeah. And so they bring the pizza out and they set it on the, you know, on the little stand and everything and everybody's about to dig in. And for no reason whatsoever, the pizza goes flying off the pizza stand and onto the floor. So they're like, what the heck just happened? Yeah. And it's funny here. She's written this Haunted Plano book. She says she's never actually had had a paranormal experience until last night. Yeah. Oh my. So go to the Haunted AF Facebook page. We're going to share her story over there so you can see it. There's not much to see. Okay, but, but wait, was the pizza okay? No, they had to get another pizza. Oh man. They had to get a they whole separate pizza. pizza. You but, jerk ghost. Yeah, but they, they didn't use the little stand for it after that. They just put, put it, it on, on the, the table. table. So there was no way it would get thrown off again. All right. We got another story from Reddit. This comes from Phantasma 1509. Ooh. I know, right? <clears throat> so uh, Phantasma says, back when I lived with my ex years ago, she used to wake me up in the middle of the night. She would tell me that there were two women in our apartment. There was one standing at the end of the bed staring and the other one would be in the doorway laughing. Ew. Of course, when I would wake up, there was nothing there. I would turn on all the lights, inspect the entire apartment, never found any sign of someone being in the room. She would be crying the entire time. She would eventually calm down and fall back to sleep. One night, though, I woke up in the middle of the night to her sitting up in bed crying. I'm not joking. This exact story so far just happened to my girlfriend. Are you serious? I'm dead serious to the point where her husband got up out of bed and got like his gun and was going around the house because there was a man in the. she kept saying there was a man in the room. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll keep going. Like, keep sorry, going. This is freaking me out. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> so he asked her what was wrong and never got a response. I figured she may be in a sleep state and just having a bad dream. That was when I noticed a black silhouette of a woman at the edge of the bed. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I couldn't see her face, but I could tell you that her eyes were fixated on my ex. What is going on here? He says, I don't know how I wasn't afraid. I assumed it was the adrenaline, but I tried to snap my ex out of it. I shook her harder until she finally stopped crying, fell back to bed, and was asleep. The silhouette was gone. I did the same routine of checking the apartment, never found anything. The next morning, my ex told me about the dream that she had. She said she had a dream about me standing on top of a building ready to jump. She was at the bottom crying and yelling at me to get down, but I couldn't hear her. Behind me in the dream was the woman in black whispering in my ear, jump, jump. Oh my gosh. I never told her about what I saw as I didn't want to fuel the experience. Yeah, you got to get a new apartment. Goodness, that's terrifying. Okay, and I saved this one for last because I'm really excited about it. This is from someone who worked in an assisted living home and she says she got fondled by two ghosts. Oh my goodness, a fondly story. Yes, so she says, (laughs) the first time I was leaning against the couch in the main room, flipping through the TV channels and looking for something to watch while I was doing meal prep in the kitchen. So I'm just hanging out, booty out, when I feel a hand (laughs) full on grab a cheek. Now we have a resident who would get super inappropriate. So I immediately thought, how the f*** did he sneak in here without me hearing his walker? Oh my God. 
I'm sorry, don't you see? But, like the little walk, yes. and he's in there trying to grab a handful. So like that happens, I used to work in an assisted living facility or whatever, and that happens a lot. Yes. Especially if they have Alzheimer's or dementia. Yes. And they just get frisky. They, when I worked at that at Alzheimer's daycare yeah. center, there was one guy who'd be like, sit on my lap. Yep. When are you going to give me those naked pictures you promised? And he would always stay in front of all of his little buddies. Uh-huh. So it sounded like I actually was promising naked pictures. <laughs> so anyhow, okay, so she says, So I spin around and there's no one there. And of course, I was working alone that night. I talked to the day shift later and apparently a few other girls had had similar experiences. So the other incident happened on a night when I had a really bad headache. I went to lay down in this dreaded link area while I was waiting for my meds to kick in. So she says the link was this one big room between the two living facilities. And she was always really scared of this area, the Mm -hmm. link. So she's laying face down on the couch and she dozed off. But then she says she woke up to the feeling of someone's cold finger reaching down the waistband of her scrubs towards her butt. I was freaked out, ready to swing at whoever it was. But I shot up and no one was there. Oh, my gosh. I was basically frozen in complete terror until I heard what sounded like a knock on the window. I ran out of there so fast and that was the last time I ever went into the link. Anytime I had to switch houses, I just risked getting eaten by the resident bear outside. Why do they have a resident bear outside? I don't know. What is wrong with this place? <laughs> and then she says, Ugh, I have chills just talking about that. I don't tell the story like ever because it scares me so bad. Okay, what's worse? The Fondly ghost or the bear that you have to face getting into your car every day? Well, clearly the Fondly ghost. <laughs> That's Terrible. That's awful. I the, can't imagine. Can't you just no, the, the cold finger going to... Oh, my God. I love that And story. I imagine it's like an old skinny finger feeling, too. Like, no one can see me doing the hand gestures here. I think they all know what you're I'm doing, hoping, though. but I'm just like... I wonder if it had nails. <laughs> all right, Haunted AFers, remember to subscribe. Either iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, as well as our brand new website, hauntedaf.com. Ooh, it's so bright and shiny over there. Got to say thanks to our board op, Ziggy Becker. (laughs) (laughs) And to Andrew (laughs) Malaga for our theme song. Also, a shout out to On Air Media for titles and technical support. And of course, we have to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm going to come back and haunt you. Oh, I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca.